everybody and welcome back to episode four of this podcast. So today I am joined with my boyfriend Hayden. We speak about moving in, how we navigate communication whilst dealing with being long distance and also how we learn and honour each other's love language. So I hope that you all enjoy. Hi everybody and welcome back. So today I am joined with my partner Hayden. We've been together. <laughs> Who's laughing at me and yes. feels awkward. Because I'm here fiddling with something and apparently that's not allowed. You're not allowed now. with the microphone because yes. I could pick up everything. We have been together now for two years. Two years in October. Just about, yeah. We don't know when we started dating. Two years Sorry. in a pandemic. So not sure when it all started, but... We have some sort of idea. Yeah. It was 2019, end of 2019 in October. I always get a bit confused because I never really know when you consider anniversary because do you consider it from the first date? Do you consider it from when you decide your boyfriend and girlfriend? Although I just decided that for us and just called you my boyfriend. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's always a tricky one to know when to start it from, but you kind of from early put your foot down. And I was like, yeah. I think so. You put your foot down and, and decide. Yeah, and, and, and then it's the kind of like, okay, well, this is where it's going or this is where we are at now. And I was fine with that. So Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he took instruction really well, which was good. So we started dating in October of 2019 before pandemic happened. And it felt great from the start. Like I thought that everything was great. We didn't really know the state of the world until the beginning of 2020. So our first few months of dating were just fantastic. I know that you went and traveled in December. Yeah. So we kind of have a bit, for anyone that doesn't know us, Hayden's job does take him away a lot. So actually recently, only last week, he came back from being away for three months in America. So we do have, even though we live together, we have a home together. He does travel away for a few months, a few weeks. Um, thankfully, it's not a year at a time or anything. <laughs> I don't know how that would go down, but yeah. Well, yeah how did you've, you... <laughs> yeah, you've done very well so far, I would say. Um, Adapted. I, I remember at the beginning, I think it even started like with our first date, really. I was supposed to travel and it ended up being that my trip got cancelled. So we were able to meet up and... From there, it was kind of, I was fortunate enough to be home for a few more weeks and we got to spend more time with each other and actually develop a relationship before I traveled for Christmas again. And I was gone for about maybe four weeks then. So I think that was a lucky, a lucky moment there for both of us that we actually got to develop a relationship before I traveled for a long time. Because yeah. I think maybe it would have started just being in contact over WhatsApp or whatnot and usually that more chance that fades away then become something so i think something that worked out in our favor is my love language is actually words of affirmation it's not quality time so i'm pretty okay with being away from my significant other for some periods of time as long as we can constantly stay in contact and have a relationship and communicate because obviously communication is the most important thing i believe yeah uh, ironically, mine is quality time, but that's why I said I think we were fortunate enough to get in those few weeks where we got to spend a lot of time with each other to develop something. I think that was important for me as well. And how was <laughs> moving in? So we actually moved in together mid-pandemic as well. We found a little apartment that we started living, living together with. And yeah, how was that for you, Hayden? 
<laughs> you turned into a monster. I turned into <laughs> <Nah>. the monster. <laughs> no, it was good. I think we spent a lot of time with each other. Sometimes, I guess we shouldn't say this because we were breaking the rules, but sometimes you were by me oh, during yeah. lockdown. During lockdown. Yeah, and then other lockdowns, <laughs> I would come up and stay by you for a while. I mean, that went on for a few months, but then moving in was easy. I kind of had the feeling beforehand too that it would go smoothly. I think we've been getting along really well with each other. We never had issues where, you know, one person would be angry at each other for a few days or we don't get along. And if there was any disagreement, we were quick to communicate about it. So I knew going into, like when we were moving together, I knew like communication was strong. And I think that's always important when you start living with someone that you at least have that understanding with the communication. Yeah, I agree. And I think that also goes back to being similarly raised in the sense that my parents were very much of a speak about feelings when they came up, don't hide them. And I know that your background was pretty similar. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I guess because everyone knows who my mother is as well. For people that don't know. For people that do not know, she's a therapist. And it's not easy, I guess, communicating a parent and a child, especially if the parent is a therapist. I mean, she never used her therapy techniques on us. I think that was saved for actual clients, whereas on us sometimes it was just more direct, but in a positive way and in saying, instead of being like, oh, tell me how you feel about it, or you should try to communicate more. It was just more direct in terms of communication is what works, so you better do it yeah. or else. And it's kind of like, well, she knows what's best, so better mm -hmm. listen. But um, and where did you learn how to do that? Because for boys especially, I think that knowing how to show how you feel is hard and considered, quote-unquote, like a weakness or if you try went, to be vulnerable. I went hard. for many years of being very quiet and closed off and like every typical teenage boy, I guess, not knowing how to express their emotions or their feelings or if someone would ask you how something was, I'd be like, it was fine. And in my mind, fine meant a million things. And I figured people would understand if I said fine. Uh, but it's just over through, I guess, getting older, maturing, my own experiences in life and traveling a lot, traveling a lot by myself, I think taught me that. I guess if you want to get anything like across, especially in like foreign countries where you don't speak the language and stuff, you really have to figure out ways of how you can communicate. And it just grew from there, really. I'm becoming more comfortable with doing it. And I find that you actually have made me be able to communicate more. Since being with you, you've, in a very kind and gentle way, have been able to show me different perspectives that other people may have on life or in situations that I would never have seen beforehand, which well, I think, like, very I'm glad I'm, I'm very grateful I'm glad I've helped you with that, because yeah. I, I didn't even... It's the first time you're sharing this with me now. Really? I feel like <laughs> I've said this to you. So much communication there. <laughs> That would but, just make your head go real big. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's just from my own experiences, my own learning from my mistakes, really. Whether it's been past relationships and lack of communication, uh, past relationships in terms of tennis and with coaches and lack of communication there, and just slowly figuring out how valuable it can be. And that a lot of times we assume people know what we mean, but most of the time no one has any idea what the other person means. I think 100% of the time. Yeah. And we just try to assume that we know what they mean instead of just 
having the courage, I guess, to say, can you explain that again? Like the simple conversations people have and we just jump to conclusions and most of the time we're wrong about what our conclusion about it. Because we're only speaking from our individual experience. A lot of that, So you yeah. and I are going to have very different, you know, experience in life that I will then have a different perspective on a situation that you will. And I may just assume, oh, Hayden will have the same as me, the same thought as me. But more often than not, we definitely, definitely I would say, not. yeah, almost 100% of the time, we're wrong. Yeah. And when people see situations, we make up our own things, how we perceive it. We make it up. We make up our own idea of what it is. And then we go and tell that to somebody else. And that's how it goes. But I think that's where really started to understand with communication is letting go of that and just when I sit and talk to people I just the less less I do the better yeah so the less questions you ask the better you just let the person talk and a lot of times you give them a chance to hear themselves speak so they can actually correct themselves and become clear with what they're trying to say so I definitely think and I know you agree with this <laughs> it's trying not to make noise because microphone picks it up like crazy anyway mm -hmm. Another thing that I think is important, and I only really learned before you and I started seeing each other, was love languages and the importance of knowing your partner's love language, but also knowing your love language. And mine, I have two main ones. Everyone likes all the love languages, but there are some, either one or two or three, that are more important to other people than others. Mine are words of affirmation and acts of service. And I remember a point in the beginning of our relationship too that I didn't She's really calling me out here. <laughs> that I didn't really feel that acts of service was being fulfilled and I felt that my want for that love language was not being satisfied. And I we had just had breakfast which my mum and I had cooked and we had all eaten and then we went back inside and Hayden just went straight to the living room and turned on the TV. And I was annoyed in my head. I was angry because I thought he didn't even bother to help clear up or anything like that. And instead of doing what I would have done in prior relationships, which would have been be annoyed for the next two hours and say everything's fine, which I know a lot of people do. So she decided to communicate, I which I taught her. <laughs> I decided to go into the living room and sit down with him and say... And leave her mum to clean up by herself. Yeah, leave mummy to clean up. <laughs> but, but then say to you, you know, you are amazing with the words of affirmation. You make me feel beautiful. You make me feel loved. You make me feel special. However, I do think that the acts of service love language, which is also incredibly important to me, isn't being fulfilled at all, honestly, at that point. In that moment I didn't feel I felt annoyed about it but I said it would be really nice if you could do some of this stuff with me and I gave you examples I didn't just say you're not fulfilling my love language and leave you with that angry right. I said maybe just taking the plates from the table to the sink or asking my mom can I help with anything or putting some stuff in the fridge because um, maybe you you know, washing up and cleaning in my mum's house, she has a certain way of doing everything. So maybe even just doing the little things that we know is easy, putting the milk back in the fridge or whatever. And I gave you these examples rather than just leaving you with nothing and making you try and figure it out because you don't really, you wouldn't know until I gave you examples. And I think that 
you responded well to that. You weren't defensive or say or said, oh, well, I didn't know what to do or your mum doesn't let me do anything in the kitchen. You were very respectful of me and apologised for not fulfilling that love language. And yeah, because um, you came across very clear with it. And I mean, you didn't take into consideration that I was tired and I had a hard night and I just needed to lie down. No, <laughs> no you were clear. And then now i understand now this was early in our relationship yeah it was like three months in before yeah. the pandemic yeah and somehow now it's i wash the dishes every single time so maybe now it's making sense to me yeah what has happened and she tricked me i did not trick you use her female skills i cook and then he washes <laughs> up without any any question and it never no, came from a place of anger no you were fine and, and when you came across and you just said it straight like i was like okay fair enough yeah i understand and i didn't even notice yeah and that's uh, the that thing you felt that way is so. i couldn't be mad for you not knowing until i said something because you're not gonna you're not a mind reader so that's why i came to you with love and just letting you know gently this is how i felt but I think my past, and I'm sure with your past too, the first instinct would have to gone in and been like, why the fuck don't you help any, anything? You know, you're away, or, you're lazy or Or whatever. probably just not to say anything. And then it builds and builds and builds and builds. And then one day when the person does hardly one thing, then the, the partner would explode in this huge reaction. And then it seems like they're overreacting to one thing. Yeah. So you did let me know from early. And, it's like, and I definitely listened to you about that. Yeah. You know, because... I think that's important too. And I felt, I was very, I felt very respected that you respected that. Yeah. You well, didn't call me stupid or It could be, nagging. I mean, things could, what I've learned is things can be quite simple if you keep them simple. Yeah. Really. So, I mean, you came and told me that and I had to, a choice there where I could try to defend myself and justify somehow why and I could get defensive or I could just say, okay, Sam feels like this way and she's told me what I could do to help her make it better and I just listened to that and I said okay cool and from then I mean when it comes to cleaning up the kitchen things have been very smooth <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I think it comes back down to the whole communication aspect and I believe relationships can be quite simple if you keep things simple and I think it's also as we had said from prior it's important to learn and ask about your partner's love language when you start dating and you are seeing a future with this person and you want to have a relationship it's important to for them to learn because a lot of people don't even know what love languages are but we all yeah. have a way of wanting to receive love and that's also very different of one how you want to show love so most of the time because like for example mine is words of affirmation acts of service i would just assume oh my partner wants that but it's not, I have to know that that's the way I receive love, but the way you want to receive love is different. And I have yeah. to compromise for that because quality time is lower on my list personally, but I also have to understand and respect that it's your highest priority and I love you and I want to make you happy and fulfill your love language the same way you fulfill mine. So yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with you there. I, I learned about love languages when mom, she had someone come to Barbados to do a workshop. And for me, that was a big eye opener and it just like clicked and made a lot of sense. It's kind of like we perceive the feeling of being loved by the way we know how to express love. Mm -hmm. So I could go and give you gifts as a way of showing you that I love you and then get upset when you don't give the reaction that I expect. Yeah. But you receiving gifts might not mean anything to you. You might want something else like words of affirmation. 
And so, it's, like I say, it's kind of, if you understand that about each other, it'd be easy just to keep things simple, you know, and then the relationship can be, go a lot smoother. Yeah, I completely agree. And I also think something that's important when you are expressing love, sorry, not expressing love, expressing dissatisfaction in a part of your life with your partner, um, is to always go in with words of affirmation first. So if you have something you want to speak to your partner about that may be touchy, may make them a little annoyed, or it may cause a bit of a, a row, but always go in with I love you very much and you know that thing you did for me this morning the the food you made whatever the fact that you took the bin out or whatever that was really nice and i'm really appreciative of that always start with affirmation <laughs> yeah and, and then, appreciation and then the, yeah the but comes in and then you say but you put it in the wrong garbage can and i hate when you do that da, 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 da. <laughs> but no i agree as well and if you just come from a point where you're being kind of the other person's em towards the other person's emotions. Yeah. So you're not really jumping at them or threatening them. It's just saying, okay, well, when you do this, I feel like this. And I don't even have to understand why it makes you feel like that. You don't really have to explain to me why you make, it makes you feel like that. You just say, when I do X, you feel like Y. And then it's like, okay, well, I don't want you to feel like Y. So how can I help? And then yeah. you just explain what might make it better. No, I agree. And I don't want people to think that like saying something nice first and then coming with the, but could you help more with this? I feel that people may take that as like it's being manipulation, but it really isn't because I think when you go in with love and making it known, hey, that was great what you did before, makes it softens the situation. I mean, it does for me. When you come to me and tell me something nice and then you say, oh, but is there any chance that you could do this at the same time as when you are taking the bin out or whatever? It really is, it's nice, it is, and it makes me want to do it. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's no problem at all. But if you come in straight and be like, you didn't put the bin out, how are you meant to do it? And you need to do it like this. How often am I going to be like, yeah, babe, sure. Whereas the other way, yeah, I'm like, yeah, like, babe, oh, sure. Damn <laughs> garbage <good>. bin again. <laughs> <laughs> that's his impression of me, by the way. <laughs> uh, but it can be very, yeah, I think it just comes back to communicating and just the more you can let go of the feeling to become defensive and protect yourself and just listen or to, to win. Yeah. Or to feel like you have to come out on top of this. It's like, just listen to what the other person has to say and you may not understand it, but you're that's different not. to them. Yeah. So you're not supposed to understand it. It's just, that's how they feel. And you have to respect that. And if you love them and you respect them, you will respect it. Even if you yeah. don't necessarily agree your emotions and the other someone's emotions and their feelings about something they're entitled to those feelings yeah how they react is a different thing and how you react also is a different thing but everyone is entitled to how they feel even if i think god he's crazy although you've always been able to make me see your side of it which is your commend you on your communication anyway but yeah i think that it's definitely the most important thing in a relationship and i think that everyone should learn love languages whether you're in a relationship or not i think that it's incredibly important to know yeah so that when you, and you could just google it yeah yeah you don't need to go do a course <laughs> google of can make your life a lot easier <laughs> or a lot more difficult as well but yeah if you if you don't know what it is i i suggest you go and google yeah i think there are five of them there's five yeah, yeah i only pay attention to two but <laughs> guys so much for listening to today's episode i apologize for the birds tweeting in the background and for a few of the editing hiccups this whole 
doing a podcast thing is is a lot of hard work and a lot can go wrong and it takes a lot of effort so yeah thank you for bearing with me with that and i hope that you guys stay tuned for next episode